Welcome to the Fem Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs can rise together. Success comes in many flavors. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm White of Gannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Entrepreneur and founder of the Female Entrepreneur Movement, our business is dedicated to helping women start and grow their businesses, increasing financial independence. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back to the Fem Nation podcast. Today, guys, we have a really cool episode. I'm going to dive into doing one of my anonymous hot seats where the business owner has the opportunity to come into um, and has willingly shared the opportunity to bring up the issues that and the roadblocks that they're running into at the particular moment. We're going to kind of just do a hot seat coaching, just low down on giving this business owner some wins moving forward. So I really appreciate you guys listening. There will not be any show links on this one, but you can go ahead and glean some information because the situations that we run into uh, very similarly are that, you know, run concurrent between all of our businesses. So finding the solutions and getting the answers is really where we're going to dive in. So I want to thank my guest today for being here and thank her for stepping into this space. And so we're going to start with the first question. What is the roadblock in your business today? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. So I think I really need some advice just with regards to my overall strategy and structure to my business and how that is directly or indirectly impacting retention in my membership. So I guess to kind of give you a bit of a background as to the current structure of my business and how it's all come about. My business started off primarily just doing one-on-one coaching with a particular population. Um, was just working with people one-on-one, built that up, and then decided that I wanted to scale and add an extra additional income stream to my business. And so that was when I launched a membership. And the membership models always really appealed to me because I really like the recurring revenue and I really like the community aspect of things that kind of inevitably comes about through a membership. So right now I still have my one-on-one coaching. I still do that, you know, pretty full time because it is my bread and butter and it is where most of my income comes in while I am trying to grow my membership. The main problem that I've been having with my membership is I don't believe it's messaging. I do believe that when I'm advertising and and pitching my membership via webinars and whatnot, that people understand who it's for. The main problem is that the second that somebody gets a quick win, they thank me profusely and then they leave. And the reality is that in my particular membership, and I guess with this particular population, it's not just a matter of getting that first quick win. It's a matter of continuously being on top of the changes that we've made and continue to make further changes to ensure that the members continue to be successful. Because with this specific issue that I'm helping people tackle, it's very easy for the situation to regress if you aren't five steps ahead. 
And so my overall vision for the membership was for people to stay around, not just stay for a month or two and leave, but be able to stay around after they recognize that getting that initial success and continuously remaining successful are two different things, right? And and that they need me, they need my expertise, and, the, and they need my content in order to know what to do when this happens, when that happens, when, you know, various different unavoidable hurdles come about in this thing called life, right? But that message, I'm so maybe there is a bit of a messaging problem <laughs> now that I'm talking <laughs> this through because that message isn't so clear. And I get a lot of people canceling their membership saying, thank you so much. The problem is now solved. I've gra- I feel like I'm now ready to graduate the program and I'm going, no, <laughs> No, you're not <laughs> because things can easily regress in two months from now when you have no idea what to do when A, B, or C happen. And, you know, when, when we had been chatting, you really hit the nail on the head with a number of things that, and I actually have your comment to me, you know, opened up. You said, you know, um, that, hold on a second. What did you say here? There were a couple of things that made me go, oh my gosh, yes, that, that, you know, I'm giving away consultation tips at a membership price, like 100% I am. And that they see, they and that they are leaving the second that they get their quick win, 100%. And so I guess, you know, what I'm just trying to figure out from here is, is it a messaging problem? Is it the way I'm structuring things? Is it a combination of both? And so I'm just kind of feeling a little bit lost because I do know that this lower retention rate is for sure causing me to lose revenue and, and ultimately be able to help people that still need my help. Mm -hmm. So my first question to you is in the membership, uh, do you try to give them all the things so that they can be super successful or do you, do you give it to them on, um, you know, an A to Z or an A to Z type, uh, structure inside there now, now, and hear me out because I don't want anybody to be confused with this Mm -hmm. is that in the membership they're, they're meant to have wins. Um, they're meant to, it is an A to Z, but A to Z inside the membership model. So Mm -hmm. your expertise and what you, what you help them with, and this happens with a lot of consultants, coach type people that their, their ability to get their clients wins is worth the higher ticket price. Mm-hmm. And, and that is what you have clients paying you on the consultation side. Right. Um, the problem is, is then trying, putting that into a membership model, it becomes that you try to give them all of that condensed down. And instead of giving them the wins that they need in order to maintain, you're giving them everything you know from the con- consultation side of it and dicing it down to where you can help a lot of people with the same problem at a smaller price instead of one person with the same, same problem at a higher price. What it needs to be is more of a structure of the membership gets the classroom style and gets all the wins, but you do not spend the time with them as deeply as you do on the consultation side. So when we were, when we were having um, kind of this uh, chat conversation, the the thing that seemed to be very glaringly obvious on from my perspective is that 
It needs to be the membership is the entry point to where they get to learn what you do, work with you, test you out on a low barrier of entry that leads to the consultation. And what I found is that it's the consultation that you want to help a lot of people to get the same wins to ease up your time as well, you know, and to be able to get a lot of people that opportunity, but it was on the backside of the consultation. So you know what they need to continue to go to move forward. You know what they need to continue in order to be successful. And you know what they're going to run into coming up. They don't necessarily know that. So a couple things that I want to talk about is first of all, what would it look like if you flipped it from the membership uh, from the consultation to have them going into ongoing membership to maintain to the membership and then seeking, which can be the ongoing maintenance uh, that you want them to and have, that would solve the retention to them being able to ask you uh, to work with you on a one-to-one on the back end of that. What would that look like? Um, sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly just trying to visualize. You see, just, I, I don't know if this is relevant at all, but when, when people reach out to work with me one-on-one, you know, in my industry, the industry standard is people often, they pay a lump sum fee to get a coaching package that usually includes about three weeks of follow-up support. And the idea is that you get the initial problem resolved in that three-week period. And then I would say for the most part, they then go on their merry way and they're happy. Mm. They're like, you know, you're fantastic. You're wonderful. Thank you for solving this problem. Um, and so many of them also, you know, and, and they think that if there's, you know, a problem, okay, fine. They'll reach out to me when the problem arises. So you're wondering if I use the membership as an entry point to get them to hire me one-on-one. The thing though, is that I, there's actually no, I actually don't have a shortage of people hiring me one-on-one for better Mm -hmm. or for worse. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I get a lot of people just, you know, who work with me one-on-one and then through word of mouth, I get more one-on-one clients and, um, getting them to work with me one-on-one because it's not, it's not so scalable. And because my coaching packages do involve like I wouldn't say a huge amount of my time, but enough time that I'm not even quite sure that would be something I'd want to be aiming for. Like rather when someone joins the membership and actually stays in the membership, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really involve much of my time because a lot of, because I have so much content, like detailed step-by-step content in the membership that answers so many questions and addresses so many different problems that, you know, maybe they'll post a question in the Facebook group for the members. And maybe I'm spending 10 to 20 minutes a day, just, you know, helping people with follow-up. That's all. So I'm not even quite sure if that particular structure would be something I'd be aiming for. So then you have two different clients coming at you. I do. Yes. Yeah, I do. And your your one to ones are not ever going to be your retained membership people. Mo- I'm finding that's the case with the majority. Some do. Some they hear my pitch for the membership at the end, and they say, "Okay, I want to continue with you." And then they'll sign up for an annual membership, or they'll just keep mm-hmm. paying me month to month. But that's not for the majority of them, right? Because they're going from you know Chanel to yeah. 
Target. Target. Right. You know, I mean, and I'm not, it's not knocky. It's just it's two different brands. Target happens to be fantastic. Target's but, wonderful. Yeah. Target's <laughs> got everything, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but the point is, is that that is not going to be a roadway for the majority of those one-to-one clients. No, the majority of my members the, in the membership definitely come from my webinar pitches, my, you know, my launches. So you, and you're not in, in doing the model that way. It's not that you're trying to get your members to be one-to-one clients either, but that's going to be the pathway for those people that come in to realize that they want your specific help individually. So that's a pathway. Your one-to-one coaching clients are just always going to be that they're going to be one. Yeah. How is your pricing with, with that piece? Um, I think it's, I think it's pretty standard, you know, considering what else I see in the industry. Um, do you want to know what the actual, right? Like you, you can share that. Are? Yes. Yeah. I mean, for someone to work with me one-on-one for a three week period, it's about $500, you know, depending on the package that they've gone with, if they live in my local area and they want to be with me in person, it's a little bit more, but you know, it's about $500, which is like more or less the industry standard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and how much is your membership? The membership is $39 a month. Okay. How's your success path on the membership? Um, so right now it's, it's definitely something that I'm working on. It was something, you know, before, before learning about this whole concept of a success path, I will admit that right now the content is just, it's all available to my members at once, which I recognize is definitely going to be overwhelming. And so I'm, I have restructured everything. I'm just working with a web developer right now to just actually implement all these big changes, but there will be a success path. And, and one of the, you know, something that I'm excited about in terms of this success path that I'm going to have is I'm planning on creating movie trailer type teasers showing people, in other words, in layman's terms, don't cancel because once you reach this stage or once that happens, you're going to have to deal with X, Y, Z. And you're going to want to stay in my membership because of, because when X, Y, Z happens, you're going to need my help. So stick around. (laughs) I'm going to, okay. So I want to work with you on that real quick. Okay. I want you to work on reframing that because those that were, that were not even considering canceling, you just gave them that thought. Oh, if you use those words, so, right? No, now, no, those wouldn't be the actual words that I'd be using. But okay, that's, that's in essence what I'm it. trying okay. to say. <laughs> make sure, yes, make sure that you you entice them with the excitement of the next phase. Yeah, of this is what you're going to overcome. This is going to come up, and this is what we're going to tackle before it becomes an issue. Yeah. So make sure, you know, I just wanted to because I've seen you. Uh, we chatted about that as well, and I wanted to make yeah. sure we covered that piece of it. Don't give anybody the idea to cancel ever right. and even for the listeners. If I mean, just do not give them thoughts that, you know, that those are objections that come up, but you don't, you can reframe the objections. Yeah. So talk to me about your messaging, how often you reach out to your members. What does that communication look like? Do you email them with upcoming uh, information? Do you email them to talk about, did you know this existed inside your membership? Did you know that this was an opportunity? Hey, if, are you dealing with this? What is your uh, drip campaigns look like to your members inside of the membership? 
Right. Good question. So we, for the community, there's a members only Facebook group where anytime anyone posts a question, um, I'm in the group every day answering and which I know sounds like quite a bit, but for better or for worse, my membership is somewhere between 50 and 60 people. And so it doesn't mean that I'm spending extensive amounts of time on it. Yes, I recognize that when my membership becomes 500 people, mm-hmm. <laughs> then we'll change up the structure. But as of right now, that's what I'm doing in terms of one aspect of the deliverables for the month. Um, we do, I do member calls every other week. So I go on Facebook Live and again, answer any questions that have been pre-submitted or you know posted as well as in, in the chat box, um, which I know that, you know, people really, really love those being able to be able to hear me speak live. And then once a month, I bring on a guest expert to speak about something that is kind of like indirectly connected to specifically what they're learning about and growing on. Um, and then I'm also trying and post, you know, the, uh, maybe one article a month as well for them to digest. So that's the monthly con- monthly deliverables in a nutshell. And so anytime there is a group call or a guest expert or an article, I always make sure to email the, the members about it in addition to, of course, posting about it in Facebook. But that's the extent of it. So I'm guessing there should be more of that happening. What's your engagement on the email? Um, Like the open rates in particular? Yes. Let me take a look. I'm actually not sure. Um, And then just watch my computer respond really, really slowly now that I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) need need this answer for you right now. Just watch my computer like decide to take 30 seconds to think about what exactly. exactly it wants to do. Okay. So hold on. I li- I actually just emailed um, my members about an upcoming, an upcoming member call for this week. So hold on. Let me see here. Um, 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 um. Okay. Of course now I can. Oh, there we are. Okay. Here are my members. So I see here, this email that I sent out, oh, so an email that was sent out this morning, three hours ago, has a 30% open rate. And then let me see here. And then one, and then when I had a guest expert last week, 45% opened it up, the email. So your readers are opening it up. Your, your email readers, your yeah. members are opening the information. They want that. Yeah. I would, what would it look like if you had, uh, how, how often do you email twice a month? Um, well, it's usually at least three times a month because there's always two, um, there's one guest expert every month and then two group calls every month. So it's at least three times plus, you know, any article that I might be posting that'll warrant another email. And you have decent, um, decent engagement inside the group, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I added some, it used to just be somebody posts a question I answer and it was kind of pissing me off. (laughs) I was just like, what? And I knew why, and this is totally not me hating on my members. It was just because I knew that the members, they probably felt afraid to post something lest it be the wrong answer, you know, or maybe they thought that this was just supposed to be where I respond. And so I added some gamification into Mm -hmm. the mix and basically told people that the most engaged member every month wins a free 15 minute coaching call with me. 
And so that really changed things. That gave people permission to post about maybe their personal experience with XYZ. And so that has gotten us better engagement. But beforehand, it was pretty shitty. Okay. So let me ask you this. Your retention, the people that are leaving, are they engaged in the group or are they engaged on the emails? Do they open your emails? Yes to both. Sometimes. There are sometimes members that are incredibly engaged because they're really focused on solving their current problem at hand. And so they're really getting their bang for their buck. That 39 bucks that they're spending on that one month that they're part of my membership, they are incredibly involved, posting questions every day, posting questions in the for the member calls, and then and then canceling and saying, thank you. The problem is now solved. You're awesome. Who is your ideal client? Tell me about the your ideal client avatar. How do I do that? So it can be in whatever particular stage. If you have it stage, if you have stages. So I have a hunch that your price point for your membership may be a little bit low. Uh-huh. Number one. Second of all, I believe that the, your lack of engaging them with the email side of it to talk about the the context of what's coming up for them is where you just where you're missing seeding that next stage that you want them to retain for. Uh-huh. So get them on the email. You can always go into the group and share a blip of the email, but you should be talking outside of the three emails that you do a month. You should also be sending an email that you know this is going to be something that they're coming up against in the future. So right. prime them give them a heads up and then give them a piece of the solution that you're providing in that next stage in that next month. Right. And I guess you see what's a little bit tricky. This is probably going to involve me needing to upgrade my email service provider because when people are joining my membership, they're all at, I mean, they're at various different stages and then that's going to require almost like a semi-customized drip email mm-hmm. sequence depending on where they're at like if somebody's at st- like stage 1 for them to get emailed like what to expect mm-hmm. in stage 4 they're like well that's an eternity away from now they they can't even think about that mm-hmm. but that primes them knowing that there's a stage coming down the road uh-huh so so if you work with that you can actually give them wins and you can say in the email now if you're not at stage 4 you maybe you're at stage one or two or three. Here are things that you can work work with inside the stage you're at to work towards preventing this later on in the future. Right. You know, so so you're not removing your retention. You're giving the value of the knowledge that you know in bite-sized pieces that's wanting that keeps them wanting to stay with you because they know now they're being uh, made aware of what they don't know that's yeah. coming down the road. So you're giving them the wins and they're wonderfully accepting those. And they're having these awesome wins at a very, very, very low price point. Yeah. So you're giving them the opportunity to do that, but you need to seed the future. You Mm -hmm. have to seed the future. And yes, you need to have an open, you need to leave an open loop, but that's almost a little two dimensional. What you need to do is you need to be priming it. Okay. And do that inside your email. 
your Facebook group is going to be great, but that needs to be more of the community engagement, not right. you talking at them, preaching at them, telling them what's coming up and letting them know what's what's down the road for them because it's right. going to get drowned. It's going to get lost inside of the algorithm and they're not going to yeah. get it. Yeah. The email yeah, is yeah. a piece for that. So right. give them those wins. I would propose to have you write out what would one email look like that would be able to speak about something in the future. And it could be any topic. You can run whatever topic you want. Maybe you have a client that's a one-to-one coaching client, and this is what they're dealing with right now. Talk about that in the email. You know, Uh don't make it very difficult. Don't have to try to batch all these things and create all this stuff. Let it be straight from you, straight from the moment and write that and say, oh my gosh, so-and-so is just dealing with this. So let me talk about this because the members need to know this is coming up. This is something. And even your stage four, five or six members, they can hear something from stage one. They'll just be like, oh my gosh, yes, I remember that. It reinforces the wins that you gave them. Yeah. This also. So you're, yeah. that's the loop you want to have is oh, that okay. Okay. You're, you're reminding them the wins that they forgot that they already got. And you're also telling them of the wins, the ones that need it to know the wins they're going to have in the future. Right. I think, you know, the, I always thought that I needed to do this advanced automation series that these people need to only be getting these emails about this particular stage. And then if they get emails that pertain to the wrong stage, it's going to all spontaneously combust and fall apart. (laughs) No. And you know what? (laughs) Yes. Those are great. Those are great. Maybe later on down the road. Yeah. You know, when you've got a team of writers that you're just like, Hey, this week guys, you know, I'm making, you know, seven figures this year and we have, you know, five writers and I train you guys and tell you guys the topics I want you to write about. And this is what we're going to do this year. And you guys go put a yeah. together. You right. know, but for right now, that's almost an analysis per analysis paralysis issue because you're not, you're not doing that because it's not perfectly set up in some funnel system down the road that needs to be done. It can be way more organic than that. And it can be straight from you right at the moment for something you just helped a client with. Maybe it's a conversation that came up inside the group. You're like, that would be a great opportunity to write about in an email because actually more people need to hear this. Yeah. You know, so instead of doing, it's taking it and putting it instead of um, the casual conversation, it's putting you as the expert back in their inbox. Right. And how often do you recommend in addition to, you know, the, the emails, which, as I said, for the most part, the main email communication with my members is just, Hey guys, just letting you know about this, you know, the group call, the group, the guest expert, et cetera. Um, how often do you recommend that I have these like priming emails, you know, talking about this issue, that issue, et cetera. How often should I be emailing them? What feels easy to you? Once Once a week. week. Is that doable? Is that, is that, well, I know it's doable, but is that ample? So I'm going to say that we can revisit that question after you get consistently doing one a week. Okay. So if I tell you to do three a week, you're just going to get to a point where you're like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, need to, you need to set the foundation and you, and three, I didn't say three because that's the, the ample number, the prime number to do. That's yeah. not it. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is that if I gave you a number more than one, more than what feels easy and natural and doable for you, then you're not going to, you're not going to be consistent. You're not going to build a foundation and we, we need to start with something somewhere. So start with what feels right, mm-hmm. what feels doable, what doesn't feel like it's going to overwhelm you get consistent at that consistency at that one. And you're going to have a learning curve with it. You're going to figure out, oh, I, I really want to say it this way. You'll reread it after you send it and be like, okay, so the next one I do, I want to, you'll give yourself time 
before you're having a crunch to spit out another one. So mm-hmm. all, but in all the how to's out there, we can Google search the best thing of how many emails is the perfect one for retention that has at least unsubscribes that has blah, blah, blah. You can, you can get all of that, but that's in a perfect scenario. If it's going to be, you know, scientifically based and this is what has been proven, but what yeah. specifically works for you? Yeah. That's going to be the success point for you. Right. So right. one a week, right. start with that, get real good at it, commit to doing a month of those. Okay. And then, and, okay. and don't analyze, don't overanalyze yourself until you've done a month of those consistently. Right. And you've worked some tweaks out, you've thought about it. Um, so start with one and get that email engagement out. Also in there, you can give them the option to opt out of those, your series emails. So your okay. little series emails, give them the option to say, hey, hey, if this is not for you and you don't want these particular emails and you just want the notification blast, you know, mm-hmm. feel free to unsubscribe and you'll still get my notification blast. Okay. okay. So give them, the, give them the opportunity to not have to be, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to eat it up. Yeah. Because your open rate is, is decent. You yeah. do well with that. So yeah. they're, they're looking for that guidance from you. Continue yeah. to give them that guidance, but seed the future. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the last thing I want to talk to you about is um, wins right now. So if you're an expert in your field and mm-hmm. the financial wins right now, yeah. if you're an expert in your field and you're charging the standard rate, mm-hmm. how does that feel? No, I know where you're going with this. Um, I mean, look, I'll tell you that my, you know, my annual earnings are not terrible. You know, I am, I am on my way to having my first six figure year, which I'm really, really happy about. And, and I should just mention that for the first, I'd say like half or more than half of the year, I had a baby home with me full time. So being able to reach this particular milestone with a baby um, is something that I'm really, really proud of. You know, that being Absolutely. that being said, um, you're implying that I should be charging more. Yes, I am. <laughs> because 500 for three weeks for the wins that you give them, if yeah. they're willing to pay 500 for three weeks, they're willing to pay a thousand. No, don't say that. <laughs> they are. They can. Because here's the question I have. What is the return on investment that they get? And I asked you this in our yeah. chat conversation. What is the return on investment that they get from working with you for three weeks? Right. I mean, they feel they get to feel like themselves again. And how does that equate to a monetary gain on their end? Right. I mean, you know, it means if they're at work, they can function better. They can thrive more. They, they feel like themselves. And before working with me, a lot of them are really struggling. Mm-hmm. Most so, of them. Absolutely. Because it's a high pain point. It's an absolute high pain point. Yeah. Now, if they're a business owner, say they're an entrepreneur on their own and they're a six figure business, multi six figure, whatever. And they're able to double their focus and be able to increase their income by 10, 15, 20, $30,000 a year because they're able to focus on their business. But yet you're only charging them 500 for that return on investment because their baby's now sleeping. Do you see what I'm saying with this? The return on investment, spend some time thinking about what it is that your one-to-one coaching clients actually receive financially. What's the financial gain? So yes, there's a personal gain, but every single personal gain has a financial gain behind it. So what does that look like? Are they more focused at work? Are they more dedicated to 
um, building their business? Do they have now some time that because their child is sleeping and has a structure and they don't have to worry about this, this poor baby crabby all day, or the sitter's just struggling with them or whatever it is during the day that they have to put focus to. What is the peace of mind of their child being able to sleep? What is that worth on their end? You know, your, you know, your one-to-one clients. Mm-hmm. So look at, look at your kind of a, uh, an umbrella picture of your one-to-one clients yeah. and look and see what is the financial gain and the feedback you've received from them that now they're able to do this. Now they're able to do that. And then look past that and say, what is the financial gain they've gotten? Because what you can also tell your com- upcoming fun, uh, one-to-one clients is that this is what these wins are going to get you. This mm-hmm. is how you will benefit. Your child will sleep. Your your family will rest. Your dogs will be able to have you know a lovely time with you because you're going to be able to spend time with them at the end of the day. Your your friends will be able to have um, an amazing opportunity to uh, spend time with you without you talking about your business or your work or the hard times or what's coming up. You're going to be able to have a life mm-hmm. outside of working with you, whatever that looks like. And so when they do that, then are they able to be more efficient at work, be more efficient at their business, be more efficient with um, their relationships? What is the financial gain? Because every all of the above. one of all of the above, all of the above, there's a financial gain to that peace of mind has a financial gain. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that look like among your clients? Look and see what wins that they've given you feedback on. They're like, oh my gosh, you crushed it. This is awesome. What is the financial gain? Because if they're able to maximize the money that they're able to make in this world, Mm -hmm. but yet you're only making $500 to give them that win, you can easily lean messaging towards that a little bit. But I really feel like when's the last time you increased your prices? If you can believe it, a year ago, I was charging less last year, not significantly less, but less. What would it look like? What would it feel like if you increased it? Maybe not double, but increased it marginally. What would that look like? I mean, it would be great because it would mean even if, even if the income that I make from my coaching goes up by 10, 15, 20%, you know, that's, um, that would help with the mortgage payments a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. What number feels like you, it would take you into that easy side of the mortgage payment or whatever bill it is you want to focus on 20%? Yeah. I mean, oh God, 20% sounds scary. 20% of 500. What is that? Oh, I don't know. I, I never did well at math. And so I'm going to pull up my calculator right now. And while I have my grade seven math teacher yelling at me, you're never going to have a calculator <laughs> on you all the time. You need to learn how to do it. I'm oh, going, they were so oh, wrong. Yeah. Well, here's my, <laughs> here's my phone with my calculator right here. Right. So hold on. So 500 times 0.2. Oh, so it's raising it by a hundred bucks. Is that really hard? Uh, I guess not. Hundred dollars. If they're going to yeah. pay you five, they're going to pay you six. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll right. pay more than six because look at look at the lifestyle of your clients. Yeah, look at what they do. If right. they're will, if the pain point is strong enough, they're mm-hmm. going they're going to pay it. Mm-hmm. And and you're not you are not taking them for a ride. You are giving them a massive win. Right. You're giving them your all your expertise, all your knowledge, and you already know you're short selling yourself. Right. But here's my mindset. Here's the mindset issue that comes up as you say that there are lots of people 
that can give them the exact same ride, the exact same benefits that we just discussed for less money. So are lots of people you? No, I guess I'm different. You are different because there is a component to every single one of us that is not the same. And your people will work with you because of you. If they're going to price shop you, they're not your client anyways. Let them go. They're always going to find somebody. They're going to go on Google and try to find it for free. Yeah. You know, they're, if they're going to price shop you, that's going to be it. They're not doing it because they're price shopping. They're doing it because you struck a chord with the messaging that they heard from you and what you do, your referrals, you, everything that backs you. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's you. It's not the dollars. Yes. So you can, you. you can, you can let your, your world base know that you're increasing by a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. If they want to jump in before that price increase, they can go ahead and bank a month, whatever, bank that three weeks. Mm-hmm. They can get in before a price change of November, on November 1st or December 1st or at the beginning of the year, whatever. Right. That, that's up to you. But 20% would ease what you're going through. And yeah. 20% is marginal in yeah. the wins that you are providing them. Right. Okay. Right. Marginal for them in terms of hiring me, but for me in the grand scheme of things, it would make a big difference. It would make a major difference. And if somebody's going to choose not to work with you over a hundred dollars, they'd probably be a really shitty client if they they hired absolutely me for less. And they don't need you yet. Yeah. But they will come back around and they'll just be like, I should have done it. Because we are great at spending an extra hundred dollars on something we definitely don't need. And we we have it. That there's no lack of money and there's no lack of clients for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So, <laughs> so bust that down Okay. That one to the bank and, you know, put some time. I never say for anyone to just t- overnight, just go throw out an email. You're increasing your prices. Sit with yeah. it. S- put yourself in the space of your clients paying $600 instead of five. And, you know, honestly, wrap your mind around it because your brain's going to have to catch up with this now. Right. So give your brain a moment to catch up with it mm-hmm. and then move into that space and then figure out how you want to notify or if you don't, or if you just want to change it on your website, whatever it is, wherever it's at. Yeah. Then step into it that way. Okay. Um, don't just push it out there and shove that change out there without, mm-hmm. with, without sitting at it and letting it be, you know, being at peace with it yourself. Right. So right, right, right. if you have to journal out your money blocks or whatever that is, you know, I hate to be super cliche with that, but if yeah. you have to work through that, then mm-hmm. do work through that. But that price change I'm telling you right now is insignificant to the pain point that you solve in those three weeks. Yeah. I mean, and that's, to most people's wallets as well. And to most people's wallets. Absolutely. Who are hiring me. Right. The clientele that is hiring you for this is not going to make it or break it over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So help you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then also in your membership engagement for the retention side of your membership, work on the the external engagement of what's coming up and and make that more of a three-dimensional loop Mm -hmm. that you're seeding the future with and talk about it so they can hear of other people's struggles and be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. I'm so glad that I have this resource that I can avoid that in the future. Even if they're not, even if they're at stage two and that's stage four, doesn't yeah. matter. You're talking to the general population of it by letting them know what, what it is, what it looks like from your end. Yeah. 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 I love it. Okay. So financial win, retention win. Yes. Let me know if you have any questions. This is great. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time.
Thank you. And I'm so glad that you were brave to come on here and do this live. So yeah, absolutely. It was my pleasure. All right. You have a wonderful day. I will talk to you soon. I'll keep an eye on you. Take care. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Fem Nation podcast. Be sure to check out our show notes for more details from the episode. If you love the show, share it with a friend or drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you over at whitedovegannon.com or find me on social media. Until next time, keep moving forward.